now you have some idea why I'm so happy to have my very good friend Sean Pynchon back in the house. Born in 1981 in Tirana, Sean Pynchon haunts the GTA with his sultry sounds and elegant verse. <laughs> Sean found his calling in folk and blues, finding the community and the music spoke to his lifestyle and his heart and his budget. <laughs> A self-proclaimed typical ginger, as they say in Scotland. Ginger and Taurus is down-to-earth and easygoing personality. Comp- now, hold on. Easygoing and, and Taurus. I don't know if I've ever heard that uh, combo platter before, Sean. Is he- <laughs> easygoing and Taurus. It's an oxymoron. Easily avoidable. Uh, his latest album, Monkey Brain, was nominated for a Juno. How about a hand? For a Juno-nominated Sean Pynchon, right here in the studio. Thank you, buddy. So glad to have you back. So glad to have. You. How did <laughs> yeah, you find out about the Juno nomination? Uh, did you get a phone call, or what happens? Sarah French, my publicist, kind of calls and is like, "Well, clear your schedule. Can't tell you that you've been nominated." Now I've talked to Sarah before. She doesn't sound like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, she talks much quicker, and it's a little bit more attacking. Yeah. <laughs> Look, you free, become free. You have this now. No arguments. <laughs> Goodbye. Whoa. Click. <laughs> Click. Meet me here. Uh, no, it was just one of those moments of like, it wasn't really like given. They don't tell you. They just tell you to show up and then, you know, you show up to this thing and all these other musicians were there and like TV people and stuff. So it was, it was, it was heavy. It was good. It came at a really vulnerable time for me. So I was, it was surreal in that sense. Kind of felt funny. Um, it was a vulnerable time for you, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I just split up with the girl I was living with in Toronto. I moved to Kitchener like three weeks earlier, so I was like, da, 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 da. on the road again. <laughs> da, 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 da. I'm a puppet dog. <laughs> Still got the dog. Dog's good. Uh, yeah, no, so it's it's been cool, and you know, now I'm working on another record, so kind of come 360 since then. Nice. No, a, 180. 180. You don't want to go back to where you were. Uh, I'd love to get another Juno nomination. <laughs> <laughs> That steak dinner? Yeah. That's yeah. mm. good. Where I got was to Colin Linden, you know, but this year it's in like BC, and you know, honestly. Nobody wants to go there. Uh, you know, it's a bit of a flight. It is. It's a flight. Yeah. I'm glad I got to go to, uh, to Ottawa. I believe that what you need comes your way, so uh, I needed to go to the closer one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's, wait, that's wait sorry, where is it? Uh, the next Van- one? Vancouver, isn't it? The next one's Vancouver. The yeah. last one was. Yeah, Ottawa. Ottawa. And the one before that was. Jeez, wasn't it like Newfoundland or something? No, because no one would be able to yeah, find their way back home after that. Was it East Coast? Coast? I know it was Newfoundland one time too, and I was just like, "That's so far." <laughs> so you just far. sounded like a valley girl there. That's <laughs> like so far. Oh, I just what's driving. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, first time I saw you, you came into the studio with uh, Dion Warwick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's doing great, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, some heavy hits together. Um, D I O N N E. Miss Taylor. Dion Taylor, that girl has got. We're some... playing together this week. Coming where? Uh, Rose Theater. Oh, you are too. Brampton wow. and some You know, else if they if they just advertised with us, we'd tell more people about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tell get get out there and be like work because I don't even know. I'm waiting on the emails. Right. <laughs> there are three shows coming up this week. <laughs> I know they are Oakville, Burlington, and Brampton. Where's the Oakville one at the Performing Arts? Oh, it is so. too. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And then uh, I'm not sure we're in Burlington. And then next week in Barrie, or the following week, so the week after that. So you came in with Dion, and I was blown away by you, too. That was such a good interview. What's that shiny thing right there? It's oh, slide. Okay. You, 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 you always ask about that every time I'm here. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Drew! 
I, I put the slide between my legs so that I can find it. All right, okay. I didn't know what that was. Um, what was I saying, Dion? Right, and then and then uh, I watched Every you play. We've ever <laughs> <had>. <laughs> you focused on that thing because well, I don't. Anyway, it's like a, it's, it's awkward. Awesome. Um, what was I saying, Dion? Okay, so she, and then you played, and I went, "Oh, this guy's good." And then and then we talked, and I was like, "Okay, he's cool too," and it was good, laugh and good times and stuff. And then you was like, "Hey, I, you know, I got, I got some uh, my own music." I went, "Okay, I'll check it out," because I never, you know, just because someone says they got something doesn't mean it's something. Mm-hmm. I have a whole shelf at home where people have given me something. They're like, <laughs> and, "So and, what'd you think?" And I'm like. I just, I wow. remember that time, yeah. and then I don't remember what happened. But yeah, and I don't have a CD player, and yeah, it's probably a good idea if I just leave now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how the conversation <laughs> went. Smoke bomb. Anyway, yeah, you know, and I've seen you play at a a little uh, venue in my hometown a few times, and mm-hmm. and it just it drives me mental that that you, I mean yours is the kind of music that people should be actually attentively and actively listening to, yes. and when it's background music and it's that good. It's like, um, yeah. It's uh, it's interesting, you know, because I've come to this point. I'm in my late 30s. or I'll be in my late 30s now soon. I'll be 37 this year. So it's like to get in there, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, like the, the, the reality of things is, is coming to kind of a form. Uh, obviously, I make records and do this for a living. But there's a reality of touring is the further you go and the more secluded your shows are, you can really sort of change the appeal. But, you know, when you have like an obsessive need to perform and you really just like kind of hacking away at the, the woodshedding part of it, yeah. um, like I do so much, yeah. um, I, I kind of get a little bit out of those gigs that, um, I guess it's the selfishness, selfish nature that I have to play a restaurant and be like, well, I can kind of take control of it if no one's really there for specific reasons. I have a real, I have a reason for all of this stuff. And, that, you know, like it's, it's not always about just the step forward with each show. Sometimes no. it's just about um, earning a little, a little woodshedding time and, and, and getting paid to do it. Right. You know, so the rest of my time can be spent, you know, relaxing, hanging out, you know, having yeah. the, like, you know, not not worrying about everything else. You know, getting paid to work your chops is a good thing. I love what I do for a living. Like, I, I, I you know, like <clears throat> somebody asked me the other day, what what could I have to make my life better? And I was like, probably like five thousand bucks. <laughs> that something that nice. small in middle school. And know what I would do? I would probably invest it in my record coming up. And it's like that is not even like a, if that's all you can really come up with, and you have really nothing to complain about. Yeah. You know, like because yeah. I could eat just as easily. You know, there should never be, um, first of all, this, these are two oxymorons, prosperity gospel, mm. oxymoron, mm. And, a, and, a, uh, and a wealthy blues player, yeah. oxymoron. Well, if you're, not, if you're saving all your money, then you're not really putting it in anything. I mean, like, I don't have kids and I don't have a wife. Uh, so right there, owning a home. I mean, there was a famous trumpet player. I forget what her name was. Oh, she, uh, Younger than like a lot of the jazz musicians, Chuck Mangione. Oh no, maybe you know, but it, like it, it's somebody who's in the probably closer to my age. Oh, um, and then and she was being interviewed on on a news channel I saw on CP twenty four, and she, what she said really hit me. She's like, "I'll never own a house or a new car. I might not own much except for my trumpet and my work." And I'm like, man, there's nothing more beautiful no. in the yeah. world than having time, space, <clears throat> and the affordability to do your work. When yeah. I know not one person. That has made the choice and does it. Other than musicians, maybe a few unhappy comedians that are out there struggling oh, yeah, with me, yeah, yeah. and actors. Yep. You know, they get it too. But like as a musician, yep. you have a trade thrown in there that yep. you do not have as another entertainer. And javelin catchers. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's a passion. Totally. I, you know, guys on stilts. They still get work. Guys on stilts. There are two guys. How that get does work that out. happen? I don't know. It's got to be the same two guys. How about <laughs> miming and stilts at the same time? 
Stilt mining. Stilt mining. Miming. Miming. Stilt miming. No, I it's like muddy. Styming. Um, it's just muddy out, so they didn't want to get dirty. <laughs> That's all it is. <laughs> uh, we're going to get Sean to... Well, actually, Sean, can you just give uh, everyone a little sample of what that little guitar sounds like? Hmm. I'd like to hear... Uh, If I could play like that, I would do what you do. Just you don't want to, you know, mention something profound like yeah, that. You know, the best part is my mom found me this guitar in uh, her friend's uh, friend Joan's basement back when she lived in Mississauga. Was Last her, name Baez. I know. I wish this was her dad's guitar. This is like a 1950s Guild. The the funny thing about this is that uh, I use it as a Hawaiian guitar, not a guitar guitar. Uh, but this is the, I'm a huge Nick Drake fan. But this is the same guitar Nick Drake would have used on the Brighter Later album cover. So and when you say Hawaiian, does that just mean uh, right on my lap? With, it's with like slide. it's like a pizza. Yeah, it, it comes with a variety of. Of, of products on it, bacon pineapple. and pineapple. Bacon again. We just had a whole conversation <laughs> yeah. about bacon. Yeah. Okay, Mr. Sean Pynchon about to do a live tune for us. Sean, set it up. The song's called Monsters. Obviously, they're all awake today. Yeah. <laughs> monster in the dark I've been running all the time I've been doomed from the start What am I to do now Chasing after me Lead me to a dark place baby Wow. 
Marshall Show. First name is spelled S-E-A-N. Last name is... <laughs> Dude, um, so th- for some reason, my brain went right to busking. And, uh, I've done it. Right, okay. But can you make some okay coin of busking, or is that just the bottom of the slog? Uh, it depends on how you look at it. Um, it was the bottom of the slog when I tried to go through the harbor front. Sorry, harbor front. Um, the, I never really made what I paid to get the laminate. But I, I, the, as far as cool busking laminates go, that yeah. one rang the, the, tie, the highest bell. Right. Uh, I'm really proud of my harbor front busking thing. I yeah. frame it. Okay. Then the second one I got was like this blue slip they give you to stand in the street in Toronto. Now that one's like 10 bucks or something like that, which was which was great. That one's fine if you want to be like one of those streets performers that you know you can't really tell if he's homeless or not. And that's the, exactly where I was going. That's the ones I've made nothing. I've, oh. I've done it. I've stood in front of like Roy Thompson Hall with like a $4,000 guitar from the 30s stomping on a box just playing. I made like 5 bucks. And I was like, "You know You're what? You're kidding me." I did it as an experiment when yeah. I quit my job yeah. uh, and I was doing a record and then i was like well what the heck let's just try it i'm gonna do it legitimately you know and i hung the the, uh, the the laminate off my guitar headstock to make it look like i cared and yeah but then i read a lot of interviews about people that do the ttc thing which i think is different because then you have to apply every few it's like three or four years they apply for the ttc okay. all right and le- literally they get like seventy thousand pe- people and you only get a few hundred in i think every year so it's or something where it's like the amount going and applying versus who actually comes in yeah but people will make Four or five hundred dollars uh, playing a pop? In it. Really? Yeah, playing in the subway because you're playing during the QT, the quiet time. Yeah. Uh, and there's a whole relationship with like subway artists, and I think other places like the United States have when the, when the subway system is like a a universe. Um, you have like these multi levels of bands playing in all these different stations. I don't know if Toronto's really got uh, it down, yeah. but yeah. but you know you okay. could make some money doing that. But that's a job at like five a.m. Ooh. that I am not doing. I no. get home at that time. Yeah. <laughs> I like to have a glass of wine watching Netflix at yeah, yeah, you know, the same yeah. time. Um, I busked once uh, Sydney Harbor in Australia oh, cool. with a couple of buddies. Did you make uh, any money? No, and it wasn't the point. It was just yeah. a bu- I was. Yeah. I, I felt socially awkward. And uh, what did I do? Oh, I blew harp, and the guys sang harmony and stuff, and uh, we had the guitar case open, and I think we made uh, 43 cents. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Hard earned 43 cents. Yeah, but, yeah. Usually, though, people don't factor in the weather conditions. Like, even just playing outside, um, as I get older, it's like, well, I check, let me check the weather before I actually... Yeah, but hold on. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't that be a good shtick? What if you brought, like, a guitar that didn't matter if it got snowed on and just got out there in a blizzard and played, man? People with a sympathy thing would be there like crazy. Yeah. It's Look the at whole, this guy. It's a whole, like, oh, wow, is he going to get pneumonia? Will his hands yeah. eventually rot off? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, and that's what your <laughs> sign could be, you know? Uh, need pneumonia medication. Yeah. <laughs> Call me cold stumps. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. Just start smacking the guitar by the end of it. I love it. I used to play, but now I just sort of drum. Yeah. <laughs> I've been watching, uh, what's it called again, girls? Walking Dead. The Walking Dead. And uh, I used to call it Night of the Living Dead for some reason. Is well, that a different show? It's yeah. the original movie. Oh, it's the movie. No, it's just much better. Okay. Anyway, The Walking Dead, I've been watching it, and as soon as you mentioned stumps and hands. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, I we were walking a... through a parking lot today, and I and I saw a vehicle, and my mind went, ooh, that'd be a good place to hide. I have, uh, uh, a, I played a, one of those places in the past of my life. What, where, a zombie place? Well, no, but George A. Romero was on the, was on the patio. He's the writer of, of the original oh. concept from Night of the Living Dead, all those. Okay. Yeah. You know that movie was... Is that the end of that story? Yeah, it was really good, though. <laughs> George A. Romero, he just, he just passed away, so, okay. you know, one of the... Did true... he really, though? Uh, well, it's hard to tell. See? We'll see. 
Him and Toby Hopper will come back. Sean uh, Pynchon is live here in the studio. I want to tell you about his website and how to spell his name again because uh, the CD is something you want to have on your shelf. The CD is called Monkey Brain, Mr. Connery. Uh, Monkey Brain, Sean Pynchon, S-E-A-N-P-I-N-C-H-I-N. Pin, chin. Yep. Sean. Um, Sean, what other artists do you actually play with other than uh, Dionne Warwick? Um, ah. Other than Diana Summers. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do you play with us? Yeah. Wait, we, you and I talked about it. You and I talked about a guy. Who's the who's the axe man for uh, for uh, Sate? Kirk Godwin. That guy. Beautiful play. man. Yeah, one of my favorite voices and guitar players in the world. Yeah. So I, I, and he I, plays the Orbit Lounge every Saturday yeah, night. Yeah, right? you know, for a one time, for a one or, time, for a one time fee, <laughs> I, I recorded with them once years ago. Him and his brother Shane have a band called uh, Matt Black Finish right now. Okay, but before that, it was four lines in a groove, or just four lines as they called it. But yeah. they were a three piece. So at one point in time, I was the fourth line, and so we we did a thing. Yeah, those guys are great. Yeah, Kurt's one one of my favorite performers right now. Can I? I want to ask you a really awkward question. I know that's rare. It's hard to really make me uncomfortable. Why aren't you bigger than you? Should, like I think you should be huge. I think you're just one you of know, the nicest, hardest working, talented cats that I know of, and sh- people should have. They sh- you should be bigger. I feel. I feel I could do more if I had more, but I also feel like you kind of get what you perceive. Um, you have a crap self perception. I do. Um, and it's something I've worked on for. It's got a lot better it in the has. last twenty years. I go. I'm one of those guys that would never go back to being 25. But I was working like at one point in my life. I had a full time job from when I was like six, or like part time to nearly full time when I was 16, all the way out of high school. And I never did the college thing or even applied myself to even guitar lessons. So it was kind of like do or die. Yeah. Um, so I don't, re- you know, and that's what I saw. But I have it. And then I saw, you know, all these places I could live, and I've lived in all of them. You know, it's yeah. uh, you know you get what you see. Okay, b- biggest blues influence on you? Late lately, Chris Whitley and Kelly Joe Phelps. But like Chris Whitley? Whitley. Like Ken? No, Ken? Not like, no. Not okay. like White. Not oh. even no. Okay, no. Texas. Right. He died of lung cancer. Chris Whitley. Uh, that's why I quit smoking cigarettes. Actually. Okay. Yeah, forty-six years old. I think he died and on tour. It's one of those uh, Ed Allan Poe stories. He's like. You know, in 91, he was cited as being the next Springsteen. And then, you know, three hours later, uh, Columbia drops him, and he, he becomes the first do-it-yourself sort of on the road in the 90s, like real late 90s, real, real war-torn yeah. guy. Yeah, uh, one, one of those stories where it's like, oh, there's a higher value to, to, to what you do than just, uh, yeah. you know, having a shiny new Stratocaster and a new amp. I used to have a room of, like, 25 vintage amplifiers that I, I didn't even know what to do with. And, you know, now I have, like, very few amps that I use. And, you know, it's the idea that, like, you can look at your albums and your and your bands, and, and, and sometimes everything's very shiny and new. Newness is a very dangerous thing. Uh, and when I certain musicians make me feel like I can get more out of an old <laughs> pair of jeans than I can by going shopping that day, like, yeah. I'm truly inspired. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who, who is higher on your list, Joe Bonamassa or Johnny Lang? Johnny Lang. Really? Eh? Yeah, I grew up with Johnny Lang. What? Oh, you mean listening to him? Yeah, he's my age. <laughs> he's like my age. Um, yeah. Um, didn't he do a Born Again? Yeah, thing? He's, he's a God guy. Okay, he's a God guy yeah. now. So, um, um, no, I think he always has been. He might have been. He grew li- up with in, in, so in I got Jesus on, family. I grew up on on the second record, Wander This World, which I still think is one of the finest albums he's ever done. Yeah. I never really paid attention to anything after or before that. Yeah. Uh, but I've seen him live twice. I yeah. even saw him perform with Laryngitis, so he didn't sing. So I saw his guy sing. 
And there was Shannon Kerfman, who came out of the same sort of hubble okay. um, of, of teenage prodigies from, like, the Anaheim region. Yeah, yeah but Bonamassa is cool. I know, like, I, I've never cared for virtuoso players or guitar collectors that make me jealous. Like, I, <laughs> I don't care at all. No. Bonamassa, let me open for you, or, you know, can I have something that you don't need? <laughs> Anything. I'll make it work. Yeah. I'm using a broken guitar my mom found me right now. Yeah, yeah. Like, literally. Beautiful. <laughs> love it, love it. Well, let's do another tune on that yeah. broken guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a song Lighthouse played, Broken Guitar Blues. Broken Guitar Blues? Yeah, it's about taking it on the airplane. We just talked about that earlier. Oh, wow, yeah. Did you hear about Ryan Adams in the airplane? No. He Coming, leaving Toronto, I think he was playing the Sony Center. He he had, like, Buck Owens' old guitar. You know, it's worth, like, 70 grand or something like that. The old uh, blue and red one. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. So he had it, but he bought a flight. He bought a seat for it, and I think they kicked him off the flight. Like, what? It's just like you can't put a guitar on a seat, but he paid for it. So there's a huge... Oh, thing. my goodness. You know, Ryan Adams it takes that stuff to heart. Oh, man. Airlines. Yeah, they're not learning quick enough. Can't live with them. Can't live without them. Yeah, yeah. Teleportation um, devices will make that's what we, yeah, that's what we, yeah. The fly. The fly. Brundo fly says yes. Sean, you you should not be involved in any late night conversations ever. You, you shouldn't have me on this show in the <laughs> daytime. It's your, this is your, your mistake. Fault. What are we doing, man? What song are we doing? Tell um, me all about it. This song is called, oh, my head there. I'm going to have to put a little capo that my friend Dave yeah. Sure's made. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to do a song called Dirt Poor, you know, because, uh, I had a girlfriend over Christmas, and <laughs> and then I was dirt poor. And, and then I was dirt poor, and uh, we're not together anymore. But you know, I, I got yeah. out before Valentine's Day. Oh, nice! <laughs> well played, sir. Yeah, well played. You know, and she was amazing. But it's one of those things where it's like I can't help but buy nice things for somebody when I'm trying to like just show because as a musician, I'm not there as much as I want to be. Yeah. So I'm always paying for something. Yep. It's always in retrospect. Yeah. This song's called Dirt Poor. And, and all right, live in the Drew Marshall Show, our good friend, Sean Pynchon. Don't want to be dirt poor anymore, I don't know what to do. change in my pocket and I feel so blue. Don't need you nigging me, baby, or oh, make me feel like a fool. Don't need you nagging me, baby, or oh, making me feel like a fool. You make me worry all night. Say, get up in the morning, baby. Oh, I don't want to be 
wow. You're a freak, man. You are wow. such a... What is wrong with you? Seriously. I haven't played this style of guitar probably since, like, uh, I recorded in 20, 2010 a CD called 25 John Street. It was the last time I played lap style. Live. Really? So it's been almost eight years since I've done this. What's the, uh, what's the blind guy? Oh, we can't say blind guy. What, no, you the, can. On blues, what? you can always use blind. It's okay. A lot of them aren't even blind. They're not just faking it. Well, some of them are legally blind, like Blind Boy Paxton. Yeah, yeah. I played with him recently. Right. He can see. He can see. Yeah. yeah. He just can't drive. I played with a blind... <laughs> I, mean, I, uh, I hung out with the Blind Boys of Alabama one time. Uh, and they, they can't see. No, but and I know it because they paid for my hotel room. I was at the stadium, the Sheridan. It was down at the Jazz Fest or whatever. Toronto. That's day. amazing. And I went, hey, uh, how much? And they went, no, it's taken care of. I said, what do you mean it's taken care of? And he said, well, yes, it's taken care of. And then, well, who took that? Well, they don't want to. said, they don't want to? And I looked over and I saw the guys all hanging out, you know, checking out. I went, you've got to be kidding and me. They're, They're blind. It was a mistake. <sighs> That's amazing. You're not the Drew Marshall, the drummer, are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm apparently everyone thinks I look like Matt Epp or some guy like named Matt who's recording in Nashville, and there's another guy in like the in the, like Midwest that they're like, "It's good to see you back in Saskatoon." I'm like, "Wow, yeah, uh, yeah." That could be a dangerous conversation to, to agree to. Gordon Lightfoot said to me one time, uh, uh, which is a line I've always wanted to say. Gordon Lightfoot said to me one time, the only time I've ever met Gordon Lightfoot, he said, "If you could read my mind, love." <laughs> Uh, no, he said. Tell my thoughts. No, he said. Yeah, we met in Vancouver one time, right? No, no. That's a, that's my Gordon Lightfoot story. That's how I. That's how when anyone introduces himself to me, I go, "We met before, right?" And they go, "No, I don't think so." And that way, I don't have to worry about anything. Yeah, exactly. Also, oh, what's your name again? Yeah, as opposed to I've forgotten your name. Yeah, what? my dad for, used to forget people's names, and then he would go, oh, "We buried your mother, didn't we?" Oh, and it was usually fifty-fifty. <coughs> no, it was our father, and then he'd get the story, and then he'd figure out the name. Right? Okay, wow. Smith. Yeah. You gotta get to a certain age to be able to use that without yeah. offending everybody. Nah. Alive. Yeah. <laughs> or just be a. Few Director. We buried your mo- yes. Yeah, uh, Sean Pinchon is, is who you've been listening to. Sean, um, let's just. I want. I think you just put your your slide away uh, again. Can you just uh, give everyone a little bit more sample? So you've got things on your fingers. Yeah, and three picks. Bells on your toes and a bone in your nose. Yeah, so this guitar is like uh, the, in- the the actions raised. About so a- that means the strings are about what half two three two centimeters off the uh, yeah, off the inch, neck, half an inch above. So and they're so high because you're you're you you're putting. Heavy metal slide. heavy yeah. slide on it. It's called a Stevens bar, okay, um, or something like that, and a tone <laughs> tone bar, and okay. you just sort of use that like a slide. But there's no fretting, uh, and then you're sort of limited to this one finger approach, so you can play like all the strings, or you can play like one string, or a combination of strings. So depending on how you do it, uh, I've tuned it like a guitar. This yeah. is an open Spanish G. Which isn't a very true. This this type of guitar is known as like a lap style or dobro style. Yeah, we forgot to uh, talk about the blind. What's, what's the blind guy's name? Uh, Jeff Healy. Jeff Healy. Oh, oh, yeah. so, Jeff played that. So all Jeff the time. Jeff played a uh, uh, regular guitar. So he was fretting. His here action wasn't high, so he was using his fingers. So what he was doing was way more complicated um, and more versatile than what I'm doing. Right. This is more along the lines of what people were doing uh, in. Back in the, the days 20s. before they knew how the, well, about chord stuff, well, so they just do open tuning. The first ele- electric instruments were lap steels, um, which were for just ba- basically like f- looked like frying pans, <laughs> like a stick with some strings and uh, right, right. plug in the little amps, and then they sort of grew. But they were really big in the twenties in the Hawaiian scene and stuff. Like a lot of people have that like you know, kind of like tone in the. <laughs> I'm know, sorry, the, what was that tone again? <laughs> you know, and then country comes. And then, <laughs> 
the SpongeBob sound. Right. Okay. It's that sound whenever Drew leaves the washroom. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, that's good. That is good. I hate you a lot. Um, what was I saying? Sean Pynchon's here. Yeah. Very excited to have him. He's going to take us out with one more tune, lad. Where's your family from? Are you Scottish? Uh, Pynchon's not Scottish, is it? Uh, I believe it. It's, uh, it's uh, yeah, it comes from Pinny, which I think is Scottish. So my dad told me, being like like Pinny Pincher, like Pinchon, like Pinny. Like yeah. I think it was an I O N T. So my my mom is uh, her father was from Italy. And her mother was from Essex, England. So then my dad was German and, and Scottish. So there's like an English, Italian, Scottish, German thing. So, so my, you're, you're a mutt. Yeah, yeah. My ginger actually comes from the Italian side of the family. Really? Yeah, my grand, yeah, yeah, they're north, north okay. Italian. But do you know where uh, the one quarter ginger or one quarter Scottish is that you're coming from? No. No. Okay. I wish no. it a wee bit. Um, okay, so Sean Pynchon, S-E-A-N, that's how you spell it. I went to school in grade two with a guy from the group home foster care system named Sean who set his desk on fire. That's how I always remember S-E-A-N. There was always a, there's always a few Seans. There's creepy Sean. There's always a crazy Sean. Always a crazy Everyone's Sean. Everyone's got the lazy eye Sean. <laughs> lazy eye Sean. Is he twitching? That's no. got to be a drink, isn't it? Yeah, I'll have a lazy eye Sean. Yeah, um, drinks well in the womb. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, and then Pynchon, P-I-N-C-H-I-N yep. dot... C-A. C-A. You can go to Spotify or Apple Music. There's like all six of my records there. Um, don't judge too heavily on the first four. I was alone and sad. <laughs> but if you just want to meet me halfway, we can be friends. <laughs> so funny, man. You're the best. Um, and gigs coming up with... Uh, or are you doing any of uh, your own stuff? Or yeah. Just with, uh, Dion uh, just lots of like puttering around town. I'll be doing like a tour of the West uh, Ottawa Valley area in, in, in March. So there'll be lots more coming in March. And we'll be doing out West in May and... Beautiful. Sean Pynchon on the Drew Marshall Show. Let's try this again here. This song's gotta move. Well, I work every day from nine to five. I got three other jobs, and though I'm late all the time, I got move. Lord, I need to get paid. I got change in my pocket, and you know I feel okay. Yeah. I got rental on the bus, phone do on the night. Yeah. Credit card people keep calling all the time. Gotta move, so I get paid, Lord. I got some change in my pocket, and oh, I feel it okay.
Sean Pinton on the oh, Drew Marshall Show. Buddy, so good to have you. Thank, Thank you. you for being a part of my life, man. My pleasure. When are you, uh, do you know when you're back in Orangeville? I thought I saw your name on the chalkboard there. No? Yes? No? No? It's yes? usually back the second Saturday of the month. Yeah? yeah. Mill Creek Pub, Orangeville, Ontario. You got it. And uh, they also have Innocent Gun on tap. Oh, they do. Oh, yeah, the tap? new Scottish IPA is great. Oh, it's good stuff. Yeah. It's good stuff.